Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> Welcome to My Favourite Takeaway, the show for people who love food but can't always muster the effort to cook it. My name is Tom Crane and with me, as always, is the fantastic Simran Shah. How are you, Sim? I'm great, Tom, and I can't wait to crack into this episode. It's exciting, isn't it? It's something different. It is, yeah. I mean, it's all sort of like crazy different in the world of podcasting. We're not using sort of, you know, not changing the way people use sound or whatever or recording out in a field. It's just a burger special, but it's still exciting. Don't downplay it, brother. There's a lot to unpack here. So basically, uh, today's show is going to be 100% burger-based. And we have uh, a number of contributions from some of our favourite guests who have sent us voice notes to explain three key things. A, what makes their perfect burger? Two, I've gone A and then two, but we'll stick with it. <laughs> I like it. A, two. So, A, how they enjoy it. What, what makes their first perfect burger? B, let's rectify this. B, how they eat theirs. And three, what are their burger bugbears? <laughs> Basically, some of our favourite takeaway guests have sent us very passionate messages on this subject. And it's worth saying before we kick off today, our producer Ben has done something quite special for us, hasn't he, Sim? A very sweet gesture on this burger-based day. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. I got a WhatsApp from Ben saying, what bell are you on? which I thought meant, what time are you arriving into the record? But actually, he wanted to know the doorbell. I heard a ding dong. Yeah. And I went to the door, opened the door, and there was a guy with two bags of McDonald's. Nice. I opened it up, and in there was a brand new McCrispy Deluxe. Brand new as well. So not even a second-hand one that he's got on the black market. It's actually, it's a brand new McCrispy. I usually get my burgers second-hand. I go on Gumtree and just see if there's any, <laughs> see if anyone's got any burgers. The first giveaway is it's no longer McCrispy, is it? It's, it's got, it's, it's lost, it's lost some of that McCrisp. That's your giveaway, isn't it? It's not a first-hand McCrispy burger. So a McCrispy burger, and what was with that McCrispy burger? Small fries and I think like a lemon milkshake type thing. I don't know what it is, actually. Look at that. That's care. Our producer, Ben, took the time on this burger special to send us both burgers. Now, there was a slight problem with that in that he sent me a burger as well, McDonald's delivery to my house in London, uh, not knowing I'm not in London. I'm in the West Country. So um, my wife is now eating that. But I spoke to her earlier and she couldn't have been happier. She basically, she'd forgotten to eat for lunch. She'd worked all the way through and then suddenly, randomly, a McDonald's turned up on a door that she hadn't ordered. I mean, that's sort of like, you know, if there's a gift from heaven, that is it. Simran, before we kick on, should we, should we talk about our favourite burgers? What What is our favourite burger? Should we do that? This, I think, is a really difficult question because up until about a few years ago, I would have gone for 
a really straightforward burger, an unoriginal choice, but it's a Big Mac. Mm. And the reason why is I cannot tell you the joy I get from squishing a Big Mac down a little bit, squishing the bun down, and the lettuce being so soft. My biggest bugbear with burgers is if there's a big, thick bit of lettuce in there. I'm like, that's not for me. Yeah. I think the lettuce should should be chopped up real small and put inside the burger. And that's what I like from a burger. And the Big Mac, I think, delivers on that. I completely agree, by the way, very briefly on the lettuce front. And I don't know if you've done this. If I make a burger at home and I don't finely dice the lettuce, often, just seconds before, I'll have washed the lettuce. And I won't because I'm lazy. I won't have dried it enough. And I'll um, put it in the burger. And then by the time I eat the burger, the burger is sort of wet. So I need lettuce in the burger. But what I don't want is a crispy, fresh lettuce. Yep. I want a soft, limpy lettuce. <laughs> but if I get a burger that does no lettuce in it whatsoever, and it's just patty and cheese and, say, a slice of bacon and ketchup, that feels particularly unhealthy. <laughs> That yeah. I, I, I couldn't have more than two of them in a row. But I then ordered a Five Guys. Right. For my first Five Guys, whatever it was, years ago. And a Five Guys is small, it's compact, it's juicy, yep. and it's always the same. Like, I always, I, I, like the consistency with a Five Guys, I think, is unreal. Whereas the consistency yes. with a Big Mac can sometimes change. So I'm not saying the flavors. The flavors are pretty much the same, but the packing of the burger sometimes... On a Big Mac, when you open the, is it what? What would you call the thing it's in? A carton. The carton. A the carton. carton. Is yeah. it a carton? Yeah. When you open the carton, you can tell immediately if it's a good burger or a bad burger. You know how? The burger bun will either have slid off or will be on it. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I think if you open the carton and the top burger bun has already come off and it's just dry, there's nothing on it at all. There's no bit of sauce. There's no lettuce stuck to it. Yeah. Then it is not a good burger. And my other issue generally with burgers and you don't get that with big macs and you definitely don't get it with five guys is if you're holding a burger and the filling is slipping out that's like hell on earth i can't be shoving the burger patty back <laughs> into the bun whilst i'm pummeling it back into my mouth no i i completely get that in terms of the sort of the the inconsistent big mac what i think you need to do is what i've done is you find a particular mcdonald's chef that you really rate around the country. So there's a guy called Steve who's at McDonald's just on the outskirts of Reading. And I, that's where I always go. So no matter how far away I am, <laughs> if I'm at the Edinburgh Festival or I'm in East London at home, I always travel because I know Steve's going to be there on the outskirts of Reading. He's going to nail the Big Mac. Find a chef you trust, Simra. That's why <laughs> That's why I find myself out at two in the morning if I've come home from a night out, getting on that train, going exactly. all the way up. <laughs> Hoping Steve's up. Helping Steve up. Please let him be on shift. Getting him in that kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, what's your favourite burger? Well, it's interesting you say the Big Mac. I mean, I, the Big Mac is, in terms of the quick fast food burgers, that is, for me, my go-to. But it's it's not the best burger. Um, there's a particular burger in my mind which is important to me, and it's a nostalgic thing. It's from a place called Schwartz Brothers Burger in Bath, which is where I grew up. And I was actually planning on having one yesterday evening uh, and then i turned up my mum's house and she said oh just let you know i've uh, i've cooked as a casserole and uh, i've never oh. felt sadder in my entire life 
Well, it's, but it's, it's kind. It's a, it's a kindly gesture. I can't judge that. But I was gutted. <laughs> what did you do? What What did you say? Because she, she will know that you didn't want the casserole from your reaction. <laughs> from the fact I knocked the casserole onto the floor. <laughs> the slow cooker shattered across the kitchen floor. Tom's home. <laughs> no, I, I I think I'm quite good at uh, sort of hiding that. And it was a lovely casserole, but it was no Schwartz burger. Now, I've always got the same thing. Ever since I was like a teenager, I got a thing called a Roadhouse Chili Burger which is like a burger, thick burger on a classic seeded bun, no brioche, none of that stuff, with a sort of roadhouse chilli sauce on the burger. I love this sauce. What is a roadhouse chilli? So it's kind of quite a spicy chilli-based condiment, which I love so much that I also get it to go with my chips in a pot. So I get it on the burger as the condiment, and I also get it as my dip with my chips, which probably people would say is overkill. But I'll give you an idea of how good I think Schwarzburger is. I used to work at a rival burger place in Bath in my late teenage years. And after I'd finish a shift at the rival place, I would go to Swartz Burgers and I would buy one of their burgers, still in the uniform from the place I was working at, and have one of their burgers instead and go home. It was also, and I do ever had this, it was a takeaway that was so good that I would leave nights out early to make sure I got there before it closed. Have you ever had that? Of course I've had that. Because it, it closed at midnight. Yeah, yeah. So my, my I was having a great time with my friends, but I'd like, like I need to leave because it, it shuts at midnight. So I'm, I'm afraid, you know, happy birthday, Dave or whatever, but I do need to go get this burger. <laughs> it's all I've thought about all day. That's why your wedding finished at uh, 10.50, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> because you had 10 minutes to get back to make, put, place the order. At the point, the vicar said to me, do you take Claire? And he turned to the left and I was no longer there. <laughs> So burgers are something people feel passionate about. So should we get going with some of these lovely messages we've had from brilliant past guests to get their burger-based feelings? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. First up is the fantastic broadcaster, rapper, you name it. Rapper? Uh, he is, yes. Yeah, Scroobius yeah. Pip. Okay. Thought, Do you think thought, we're going to start with Josh Whittacombs? I thought you were starting with Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh has made a, it's quite a sort of strange career change. He's going under the name of the Devonshire Rhymer. So we'll, I, I wish him well with that. But we'll start with uh, Scroobius Pip. And uh, here's what he has to say. Hello, gentlemen. Scroobius Pip here. My favourite burger is from DB Shack in Basildon, Essex. They've actually stopped doing my favourite favourite, which was a Biscoff burger, which so it's just a juicy burger drenched in Biscoff uh, spread, which is, it sounds weird, but honestly, it works. But they've replaced it with a current favourite and it's pretty straightforward. You've got a couple of burgers in there, you drench that bad boy in uh, pulled pork, you pop some crispy onions on there, a nice like brioche bun, and you're good to go. Um, I was going to say I tend to eat the burger first, but they've just started doing poutine which for those who don't know is um, chips with cheese curds and gravy. So I'll normally have a little taster of the poutine first, then eat my burger, then the chips are, are after the meal. So yeah, I am generally a chips after burger guy. The thing that annoys me about burger, well, I'm a bearded man, so it's mess. Burgers are messy. I drip ketchup in my beard. It's not a quick wipe off the chin like it is for some of you guys. It's a, it's a full process, so... I try to be as careful as possible, but, you know, you can't resist, can you? Right. <laughs> Crane, I, 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 I don't really understand this Biscoff burger thing that he's done there. What does, what does he mean? As in the Biscoff spread? Yes. There is a burger available at a place called DB Shack, or used to be, by the sound of things, which was covered in Biscoff spread. So the sort of sweet, biscuity 
spread that would go on a burger. It's quite hard to imagine how that would work. Maybe it would. I don't know. You've got like your beef, lettuce, tomato, onions, and a Biscoff spread. Yes, I imagine that's across the bun. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm, I'm assuming it's a condiment, basically. Or, second option, it's across the burger. So it's a sort of sweet burger, I'm guessing. But then, you know, sweet chilli and stuff like that, there's a sort of sweetness there. So I can understand how the saltiness of the meat could contrast. That's true. I mean, I remember once there being a sort of craze of peanut butter and jelly in the burgers. Yes. But about, about five years ago, there was a peanut butter jelly inside burgers. And that, that actually did work really well. Yeah. But I just, I just only associate Biscoff with like slightly lavish, uh, super indulgent cakes. But there's a couple of things that almost stand out more for me in that message from Scroobius. First of all, the fact that he he ends with his chips, which feels mm. like a strange decision when you're having a burger. I, I like to sort of have the burger on the plate and work my way up to it. I have a few chips. I know it's coming. I like the burger to feel nervous about the fact it's coming. <laughs> sort of looking it dead in the eye. Who doesn't know when that first bite's going to be? But if, I have to have a minimum of 10 chips before I start the burger. I'm just thinking about it now because I, I actually quite often will have... I, I definitely switch between burger and fries, burger and fries. But if I finish the burger and I've got no fries left at all, I feel unsatisfied, even if I'm full. So there have to be some leftover fries, even if, and especially if there are none, none at the bottom of the brown bag, I'm even more unhappy. So are you, are you preparing for this eventuality by moving a little sort of substitute bench of fries to the side? and you know they're going to come on at the vital point at the end, or you're just finishing and going, oh, no, I've, got, I've screwed up It's a up sort of again. emergency break glass fries situation, <laughs> I think is what, is what I've got. But one thing, okay, one thing I wasn't so keen on yeah. that Scroob said, which is the pulled pork thing. Agreed. I, I don't like pulled pork in burgers. I'm somewhat sceptical of pulled pork in general. I think pulled pork goes one of two ways. It's either too soggy or it's too dry. In a burger... If it's too soggy, that's seeping into the bun, and that's not great. If it's too dry, then you've got to put a lot of condiments in. I just don't think ketchup and pulled pork works. I don't think mayo and pulled pork works. (laughs) (laughs) My problem with pulled pork is that it makes the burger too big. Now, I've got a problem with burgers that are too huge. I think that's the issue. I think if it's a struggle to hold it together as you're eating it, or you feel you have to cut it in half, any of those things, I think it's, it's, it's too much. And that's my problem with pulled pork. It just becomes this sort of tower. I, I actually like the flavour of pulled pork. I do, but it's, it becomes daunting. I totally agree with you. And it does, but and I swear when people put it on with their little black gloves and they take the pulled pork and they place it on the bun and it's as if it's all <laughs> arty, but it's not. You're just stopping some meat on a burger. But yeah. if you've been served a burger with a condiment by the side, mm. Are you dipping the burger in the condiment or are you spreading the condiment on the burger? And do you get the ick, which I do a little bit, spreading ketchup over tomato, a fresh tomato, spreading ketchup over a fresh tomato in a burger, I think is weird. Invariably, I'll remove the fresh tomato, which I think one of our messages later gets into. So we will talk about that in great detail later. But I'm very much a dip the burger into the condiment guy. I'm not adding condiment and kind of, I think it's insulting to the chef, to be honest. (laughs) Okay, well, shall we listen to our next one? Yes, and our next message is from Thomas Gray, who's a fantastic actor you will be able to see in the forthcoming series and the previous series on iPlayer of Peacock, very, very funny sitcom on BBC Three. Check him out, and here's what Thomas had to say. In answer to your question number one, how do I eat my burgers and fries? 
um, and in what particular order. Um, th there isn't really an order, it's together. Uh, what I do is I lift the bun of the burger um, and I sort of squash loads of fries together um, into, into as efficiently as possible so I can get as many in as possible, um, but just sort of one layer. Uh, then I put a bit more ketchup, a bit more mayonnaise, uh, squash the burger bun back down and then bite. Um, so that's how I do it. And then what makes the perfect burger? Any do's and don'ts? Certainly don't enjoy those sort of pub burgers where they have a stick in and they're super tall. Um, and there's thick cut bacon and then sort of four inch rimmed, um, onion rings. And you, and you sort of, you, you sort of split the sides of your mouth trying to fit it into, into a bite. Um, so don't enjoy that. I like the sort of squashed ones that are in fashion right now. The sort of smash burgers, uh, the ones that you can grip, um, squish and then sort of just pummel into your face. Uh, that's what I like. Um, and yeah, just, uh, if you, you've asked me to riff on burgers for a little bit, so I will. Um, I absolutely love them. Uh, I've been into them for years. Little Chef was my first. Burger Crush, um, followed by, of course, Burger King, McDonald's. Um, burger King initially because of those golden crowns that you could get when you got a burger. I quite like that. And I think the toys were, were good for a while. Um, but then I discovered the Big Mac and I was changed forever. And then, of course, in the 2010s, there was sort of the burger boom with the uh, Honest Burger, Byron Burger, all these new sorts of types of burgers, um, delicious variations. And um, my eyes were open to the slightly more upmarket burger uh, and I've never looked back since um, I'm just waffling um, and, and and I mean burgers and waffles that's a good combination it's a surprising one it's one of those sort of American sort of sweet and savoury things that they, they they surprise you with um, uh, try and cut that bit if, 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 if you would that'd be great um, it is quite late and I have been working quite late and I'm quite tired and um, and and also I, I, I must say very hungry because I have uh, ordered a delivery that's that's uh, currently 24 minutes late. And uh, guess what? Um, it was burgers. So there are three things I've taken from that message, Tim. I want to take you through and see how you feel about each of them, if that's all right. Yeah. First of all, when he eats his burgers, takes his fries and puts them in the burger before having a bite. So he makes a little layer of fries, pops them in, pops ketchup on top and has fries in his burger. Thoughts on that? It's the same school of thought with the sandwiches and the crisps, isn't it? Uh, I've seen Tom do this. And what yep. you don't get across in the voice note is the aggression with which he takes the fries, <laughs> squishes them so that they essentially form a patty and then applies them on top of the burger. When you say squishing, what do you mean he's doing? So he's taking, let's say, 10 fries and then he's... Uh, do they still look like fries when they're done? Is he mashing it into what looks like a, a very thin hash brown? What's going on? He's picking up the 10 fries, which are sort of, I guess, loose. And then he's sort of stacking them <laughs> next to each other. Like right. he's lining them up and then pinching either side and pushing them closer together, sort of squishing them a little, a little bit and then placing them on the burger. He's not rounding them off into a, into a sort of circular yep. shape. But that's how he does it. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I did actually take a bite out of one of his burgers when he did this. Yeah. And it was delicious, but it oh, was okay. just too much bread for me. Too much carb. Too much carb, yeah. I do. I, I put crisps in sandwich. I'm a crisp and sandwich man. But that's because I think sandwiches often need improving, whereas burgers don't need improving. And fries on their own, for me, is one of the great pleasures. So I'm not behind that. I do appreciate it. 
but it's not for me. Now, the second thing he points out there is he hates the big pub burger, as we kind of talked about a second yeah, ago. I'm, um, I'm with him. When you put a stick through it, I, I really hate that. Oh, the one I hate most is when there's like a steak knife through the middle of the burger, like the burgers tried to escape and they've caught it. Have you seen that in a pub? It's like a huge knife. Yeah. This really sort of masculine idea of what a burger should be. I, I, I really am not into that at all. I find pub burgers, generally, the patty is thick and and tough. Yes, absolutely, completely. Not a fan. Yeah, it's 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 too thick a burger for me. You want smash burgers? That's that's it's twenty twenty three. People, come on, that's what you want. You want thin <laughs> smash burgers. Let's embrace it. We're living in the future. We've got Chat GPT. We've got touchscreen phones, and we need thin burgers. These are the things. This is what we haven't got hover cars yet, but we we have got thin burgers. It, 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 <laughs> that is what the future is. You don't need these huge. Head-shaped burgers. It's just yeah, not a fan. But I, 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 and I back him up on that. But the other thing that um, he mentioned there, and this is my other thing I hate about pub burgers, is the the onion ring on the top of the burger. Yeah, that is just not for me. I don't want other parts of my meal being balanced on what is it like buckaroo or something. I don't need that. I just <laughs> put it on the side. What are you trying to prove? Why are you balancing my food on other bits of my food? It doesn't make. What is this? What's going on in the kitchen? Focus on your job. How, how do you feel about a hash brown in a burger? Not a fan of a hash brown in a burger. No. I don't really need any of these things in the burger, to be perfectly honest. I actually don't mind a hash brown in a burger. I think a hash brown with some cheese in a burger, for some reason, and I know this doesn't really work because I've just slagged off having fries in a burger and a hash yep. brown is arguably the next step. But I don't mind it. I think maybe it's the extra, extra saltiness that comes from it and the friedness. Maybe. In that case, if you get your breakfast burger from McDonald's, are you putting the hash brown in the in the burger? No, I'm not. I'm 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 not because I just I do I do enjoy I do get a certain amount of pleasure from the the hash brown and then the, the paper bag. Yes. Slightly folding the paper bag around the hash brown so it's quite neat. And then taking a bite from the top. It's weirdly sweet that little that little McDonald's hash brown bag, isn't it? It's like I'm just popping the hash brown just a bit above the bag. So it's, it's, it's little head is poking out the leftover paper. I'm folding in, in on itself. So it's now cocooned and I take a little bite and I find that very satisfying. I think we can agree that billion dollar multinational company McDonald's is not what you describe as cute. But that little bag is quite cute. <laughs> that little bag is cute. It's quite incongruous. It's cute. Considering it's cute the little bag. It's, it's a, a very little sweet bag. little bag. And don't forget used. how cute the hash brown looks poking out the little bag. <laughs> exactly. Adorable. Is this, like a, is this a subdivision of McDonald's run by really cute It's adorable. It's, it's really sweet. So you can see the, the food taste and the publicity managers at McDonald's senior executive level or say, is it adorable enough? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... One of the great, great grandsons or granddaughters of the people who set up McDonald's and they've been allowed to still operate this little division. They're not like they're not like anyone else who works for the company. And they've stuck with this cute little ethic of the tiny bag and the tiny hash brown. And if that is true, I applaud you. Okay, time for our next wonderful message from our wonderful guest. Next is Lauren Layfield, who was a brilliant guest a few weeks back and has once again some strong burger opinions. Hi, Tom and Sim. My burger order would be GBK. Actually, no, was GBK. And I'll come to why in a minute. It did the most amazing burger. It was like a proper bun. None of that brioche shit. Proper good beef tomato in there. Pretty sure it had a gherkin as well, which is always high on the list of priorities. Burger was divine. Fantastic. But what made GBK the best in the biz was the fact that they came with um, 
you know those little tiny weeny weeny shoestring chips fries not like a french fry the teeny little ones the ones where you have to literally pick up about 10 to get a mouthful oh my god and they put so much salt on them it was amazing but recently found out gbk have gotten rid of them off the menu so it's standard sweet potato fries fries or chunky the worst chunky skin on fries so i am actually on the hunt for a new burger joint I have to disagree with Lauren immediately on the shoestring fries front. Okay. The reason is with the shoestring fries, it's not just a 10. You've got to get like a handful of the stuff and then putting it into that condiment, I find really difficult. It's not a clean process putting shoestring fries into condiments. Because they disintegrate, do you mean? Or Well, because you don't, you feel greedy if if you've got a fistful of the fries. On the other hand, if you take one dainty shoestring fry, you can't put that inside your condiment. It's just going to collapse into the condiment. It's like <laughs> it's like belly flopping into a swimming pool. It doesn't yeah. work. You've got to get the angle just right for that shoestring fry to actually pierce through the film of the top of the condiment to keep its integrity. Oh, so you're 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 comparing it to you are literally comparing it to the high dive. So if you get the angle of a dive exactly right, you will plunge through and have a splashless landing into the ketchup. Correct. But if you get it wrong. You'll be your back's breaking in half. That's my main issue. So I'm somewhere between the two of you because I really like a shoestring fry, but I agree that you need you need to pick up too many, which Lauren did reflect, but I think you need to pick up at least 20 to make a mouthful worthwhile, at which point you finish your shoestring fries after like five hand movements. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's impossible yeah. not to do it. That's the problem with it. I think it's delicious, but... <sighs> It's just over too quickly. Are you ever ordering the shoestring fries? I mean, you're not. Of those three options that Lauren Lauren's suggesting, right? Okay, so, so your three options are shoestring fries, chunky skin on fries, and sweet potato fries. What's your order? Well, shoestring fries there, because sweet potato fries, I think, are overrated. Chunky Agreed. skin on, I'm actually not that much of a fan. I like a classic thin fry. And further than that, Simran, I can tell you what I think is the most overrated fried or oven cooked potato which is the potato wedge i think is rubbish okay i'm it with is you rubbish. on all of this I, if you all think of this. a potato wedge is good you have lost your tiny mind so i think <laughs> chunky skin on fries and potato wedges are in the same camp yeah but within that camp there are there are outliers and i think they are the small slightly too burnt chunky skin on fries and the potato wedge that is a different shape and size than the others. There's not that much potato. It's mainly crispy fry. Yes. And I think that I quite like. So in the chunky skin on fries, there's a pile of them. I'll always go for the smallest one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. What about what about, what about about a sweet potato wedge? I think that's even worse. I think that's the worst of the I worst. I just think the sweet potato thing is all, a, it was all, all, all a, an illusion. It's a scam. It's a pyramid scheme. The sweet potato, <laughs> the sweet potato <laughs> fry pyramid scheme. <laughs> okay. They're never any good. You keep recommending it. To, I, I can't make this analogy work, but you, you, know, you know what I mean. I'm not even sure it's potato. I think they've just stuck the word potato on the end of it because they think we'll be fooled. We go, oh, it's a potato. It's just as good as a chip. Yeah, it's great. Let's have, let's have those. And there's some guy who's got some weird veg. He has no idea what it is. And he's laughing. He's oh, now worth a billion pounds because he's convinced us that they're potatoes. And once again, well done to you, sir. He is the opposite of the man who runs the cute, Hass Brown department at McDonald's. <laughs> On the two ends of the spectrum is that guy and yeah. that guy. Okay, let's hear from an expert, an actual specialist, 
a chef and a fantastic presenter. It's Simon Rimmer. Perfect burger for me. It's got to be a good quality meat. Then it's got to be well charred on the outside, but juicy and still pink in the middle. I like a double burger, so you get cheese on two pieces, each burger being 115 grams each. Then you've got to have a fantastic burger sauce. They're all based around a Russian dressing. So they're tomatoey, they're gherkiny, they're capery, they're spicy. I need some good pickle. I don't want it on the burger bun because it's too slidey. I want a whole big slab of gherkin to chew on. Shredded lettuce, definitely. No tomato. Tomato makes it slide off. And I am a bit of a sucker for the old brioche bun. But if there isn't a brioche bun, then a good old school flowery bap. And as the way I eat it, I've got to be honest, I just like to scoff it down. And every now and again, I'll have chips. I'm not even bothered about the chips, if I'm honest. Crazy. Not bothered about the chips, Simran. Literally within seconds, you could tell he was a chef. Because who else is yeah. saying 115 grams each in the, and then the <laughs> Russian style dressing and the flowery pan? I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> oh, well, he's, absolutely. He's, one, he's one of the most famous chefs in Britain. So there you go. Completely, absolutely. <laughs> so it's completely natural to have that sort of like sort of parlance. No fries. Interesting. No fries. Thoughts on that? Well, I guess there have been many instances where I've ordered a burger and fries had the burger and barely made a dent in the fries. And there's rarely, if ever, an incident when I've ordered a burger and fries, had the fries and not touched the burger. So yes. I guess it's not that big a leap for you to have well, just the burger and ignore the fries. I can say that there has never been a time that I have ordered burger and fries and not made a dent in the fries. And there has also never been a time that my wife and I have not ordered burger and fries. I finished my fries and looked across, hoping that she couldn't get through hers. And I want to check the bottom of the bag, see if there's any left. Which now makes you feel quite sad. And it feels like you've got a sort of degree of control over your life that I'm lacking. <laughs> and now you're not saying anything to reassure me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, That's you the point you come, come in and say, no, it's fine. You can come, fine. come to your own judgments there on that topic. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the double patty, the double cheese? For me, single patty is fine. I like single patty and bacon. I don't always need the double. It depends how thick again it is. If it's a smash burger, then the double's nice. But really, it comes down to how thick that is. I do like the sound of the Russian dressing because that sort of slight acidity i can imagine is quite nice i think that that could that could definitely work and what's great about the russian dressing is when you put it inside a burger and you open it there's a small other smaller burger inside you open it's a bit of fun oh yes very <laughs> nice that's great that's your moment <laughs> of the series bravo get, that up. get it on the socials what about the big pickle i mean fine Feels like an affectation, to be honest. <laughs> Feels like a chefy thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think I can imagine a world where I remove the big pickle if I'm not feeling up to it. Yeah. You know, I think that'd be optional. I'm with them on the big chunky tomato, but big pickle, yeah, maybe. I've never have had one of those big pickles with a burger. I've never been particularly sure about when I'm supposed to take a bite of the big pickle. I, I keep looking at it going, am I supposed to eat it now? <laughs> um, but, the, but yeah, do I wait till the end and then just eat the pickle on its own? That feels a bit sad, doesn't it, really? Do you start with a pickle and then move on to the burger? I don't know. I'm not quite sure what you're supposed to do. Or is it burger, pickle, burger, pickle, burger, pickle? <laughs> I quite like you to say burger, pickle, burger, pickle, burger, pickle. Um, or do you put the pickle in your pocket and have it at a later date? You just go off your day. <laughs> 12 hours later, you're tired at work. You go, Wait a second. Why is, my, why is my pocket soggy? Oh, the big pickle. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So Simon River, he's all about the Russian dressing. He's all about the big pickles. He's not about the chips. Who's up next? Next, actually, is our first vegetarian contributor. I think we've, we've left it so late. It's madness. This is, um, as discussed earlier, Devon's newest rapper, 
uh, Josh Whittaker. So I'm walking on the street. Oh my God. Uh, it's not ideal, is it? We're going to start avoiding snow. So, uh, Josh Whittaker here, friend of the show. Uh, I'm not really fussed about burgers, just don't really. It's, I think they're shit for vegetarians. I don't want a fake meat burger. And the ones that aren't fake meat are just weird. So I very rare. I'd probably enjoy a spicy bean burger from Wimpy in 1992 would be my option. That would be 100% what I'd go for. A spicy bean burger uh, from Wimpy in 1992 with that fake cheese, bit of tomato and the ketchup in it. Comes on a plate because it's from Wimpy and it's slightly better than Burger King and McDonald's. Um, no intentional order chips and burger, but I'd probably eat the chips first naturally without thinking about it. And the final question any burger bugbears? Just uh, people texting you and asking you to talk to them about burgers when you're on holiday in Whitstable trying to sort out dinner for children that are going fucking mental apart from that when people put your veggie burgers on the normal bit of the barbecue you go around they go oh, we've got you some veggie burgers or got some halloumi because you're vegetarian as if it's fucking 1973 and then they'll just put it on the barbecue with all the meat so it tastes of meat it's fucking insane yeah so it turns out i've got a bugbear Spicy bean burger from Wimpy in 1992 is the most on-brand Josh Whittaker response I've ever heard. I was literally thinking that. I couldn't have been more on-brand Josh Whittaker. He really knows his character. (laughs) (laughs) He did raise one interesting thing. Well, many interesting things. But the particular thing that stuck out to me, which I do feel passionately about, was the fact that Wimpy served your burger on a plate. I really think a burger should be enjoyed on a plate, so much so that if I get a takeaway burger from home, I'll always get plate, knife and fork. I'll always eat it off a plate. Are you like that or am I alone in that? I'll tell you what, though. A hot burger on a cold plate, there's something wrong about that. Do you think? Well, how would you eat it? Let's say, let's say you've got a burger takeaway. What are you having? Well, I have, it, I have it in the carton or I might even lay the bag out flat. I'm not that keen on it going onto a plate, even though I think it's neater. I like it being naturally eaten. <laughs> Okay, naturally, in the wild. Naturally, but there you go, yeah. Its home is in a carton, right? Well, I quite quite like the sort of the theatre of getting it on a plate and a knife and fork. I like the sort of performance of that. It feels like it's making something feel a bit more special. Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's a massive performance, mate, putting a burger on a plate. (laughs) I should also, I also, I I book the Apollo when I'm eating a burger as well, and I eat on stage in front of one and a half thousand rather disappointed people. I don't know why, I always have a knife and fork, but I never use the knife and fork, to be honest. They just sit next to the plate and then just get put back in in the drawer completely clean afterwards. It feels like I'm being a bit classy. Our next, and dare I say it, final message is from a man who has pulled himself off his sickbed to be a part of this show. Very funny man by the name of Matthew Crosby, who had fish and chips with us last year. He's a brilliant comedian, part of Pappy's, an amazing sketch group, and have a great podcast themselves. Do check him out, and here is what Matthew has to say about burgers. Hello, Takeaway Boys. Thanks very much for asking me about my perfect burger. I don't eat meat, so can't have any of that in it. It's got to have cheese. Basically, when I think of a burger, I think of a cheeseburger. 
the idea of a of a plain burger without cheese just seems pointless. That can be any kind of cheese at all, really. It could be a cheddar, it could be a Monterey Jack, it can even be those kind of craft slices, but it's got to have cheese involved. Crispy lettuce, bit of tomato, maybe a little bit of spice, maybe a sriracha mayo. Let's put that in there as well. Has to have pickles, not too much bun. Sometimes you get a burger from a place, especially the ones that have got like a cocktail stick all the way through it. And you go, you've had to put this in because the bun is four inches thick. No one needs that much bun. The bun is not the bit. The bun is just that's there to hold it, you know, so you don't get it on your hands, isn't it? It's not, it's not there because you're thinking, oh, what I really fancy now is some bun. Forget brioche bun, all that kind of nonsense. Don't need any of that. Just normal, plain sesame seed bun. That's all we need, but not too, not too thick. I think that's, I think that's everything I need in there. Got to start with the fries. Uh, then just get into the burger, bit of burger, bit of fries. I think also as well, if you're, if you're ordering it from a, a takeaway place, the fries are all like loose around in the bag, aren't they? That's, that's some of the best fries. Have a few of those to start with, save a few for the end. Cause when it's all over, you want to be back in the bag going, there's still a few fries here. Finally, burger bugbears. People who don't make the cheese part of the, you know, don't, oh, it, it, it drives me up the wall when the burger's kind of, by the time the, the cheese hits the burger, the burger's already cold. You get this at barbecue sometimes. You think, why, why have you not stuck the cheese on for a few seconds to melt into the burger? You know, when you get like a dry bun, bit of burger that's pretty much now just room temperature, a slice of cheddar, that's just, you know, feels cold out the fridge. That is a bad burger. Make, you know, make the burger and the cheese enjoy each other's company a little bit before they it's served. Get, let them get acquainted. Let them make love to one another before, you know, it's on my plate and I get to shove it in my face. So Matthew Crosby strongly feels that the idea of a burger without cheese is pointless. Do you back that, Sim? I do. But with cheese, because yes, a burger without American cheese, I think is pointless. A burger with a thick slab of cheddar cheese, I think is trying too hard to be rustic, right? A burger with grated cheddar cheese, I'm into. A burger with Stilton blue cheese, I don't mind a bite, but I don't want that as the whole burger. I think blue cheese can overpower the flavour of a burger and you lose the taste of the meat or the chicken or the veggie burger, whatever you're having. I, I think, it, for me, it's too strong a flavour. I get why people like it. No, but I don't think people do like it. I think it's always there on the menu and the thought that everyone has in their head is, oh, that's interesting. Ah, no. <laughs> Maybe I could be that guy tonight. Uh, no, not going to be. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever like, absolutely not 100%. That's disgusting. Yes. Otherwise, you wouldn't have it on the menu so often. But I don't think anyone really wants it. Yeah. But, well, the, the first clue of that would be that it hasn't migrated across to any of the major chains. So they're aware that <laughs> Burger King, McDonald's, none of these places have gone, do you know what lots of people want? The McGorgonzola coming up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I just think, I think it's too strong a flavour. The McStinky Bishop wasn't a popular one, was it? <laughs> <laughs> the McStinky Bishop. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the one campaign that nearly sent McDonald's bankrupt. <laughs> <as> the, uh, <laughs> all that work, all that good work over years of amassing billions of pounds, one campaign nearly ruined them. 
The other feeling he has towards cheese is that, and I do agree with this, is that if it's been put in cold and it's just basically in its slab form and hasn't been melted down, they haven't taken the time to do that. I think that's completely right. That sort of that hardness, that cold hardness of cheese, which is sort of basically like that sort of, it's like a half-time burger you'll have a lower league football match. Those sort of, it just, it just doesn't work when they when it haven't taken the time to melt it. I think, I think that's when a Big Mac is at its worst, when you can see the stiff, Cold, not stiff, but it's like it's a little rigid American yes. cheese bit just poking out the side, and you think this has been impatiently prepared. I'll tell you something else which is true when you have a burger sitting on a grill and someone puts some American cheese on top of it, and then they cover it with a, a sort of cup so that it smokes up and melts on the burger. And then when they yes. take the cup off, it's there, <laughs> stuck and gooey and cheesy, wrapped around a sort of sweaty but soft burger. That is delicious. Absolutely. And that is where smash burgers are at their best, I think. The ability to do that. I've never heard somebody say smash burgers more. Yeah. So I just explained the show is sponsored by smash burgers. And, uh... I, I, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. Okay, when you first said it, I don't think I really understood what you meant. <laughs> You smiled and nodded. I did because I thought I can't say I don't know really what a smash burger is, but what 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 is it? A smash burger is mince, which is then in a ball normally, and then pushed flat on the grill, very flat and thin. That's what a smash burger is, and sort of like so it's it's kind of smashed mince, thin mince, which has been uh, they then pushed down from a ball shape into a thin thin patty is the phrase. It's a modern type of burger. Well, it's actually an old school type, to be honest, but it's really what's sort of taking over again. But is, is, isn't that all burgers? I thought all burgers took that shape. Well, no, often like, like let's say traditional honest burgers, all these sort of places would be, it would be a thicker patty. You just place on the grill and cook as it is like a char grilled patty or whatever it happens to be. This is pushed down. Oh, you're not pressing it down with an iron type vibe. Exactly. Making a very, very thin, wide surface area. And it cooks very quickly. And it's all perforated around the edges when you smash it down. That is exactly right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what a smash burger is. Another thing Matthew points out in his uh, message to us, and this is, I, well, it's nice to end on one of these great joys in life. And that is, I think you touched upon it briefly earlier, when you go in the bag after a burger and fries and there's still fries left in the bag. It's such a joy, but I don't know any time I've opened up a bag of fries and there hasn't been fries at the loose at the bottom. No one's keeping that container like upright at all times, right? There's always overspill. And do you, so do you actively, I'm sure you do this, you'll put fries from the bag onto your plate and you'll reserve a few in there. Uh, well, I wouldn't actively do that in the same way as okay. I don't actively tip out some fries into the bag so they're loose at the bottom as a treat. I just hope that that's how it, that's how it arrives organically. But if it's from a, a classy burger place where you're just getting often the fries in the bag, often at the bottom of the bag with your burger wrapped up in, you know, that's often how, how yeah, things yeah, are yeah. done now. Uh, I will not remove all the fries because I like to think, oh, I'll be really glad at the end when I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would do that. But actually, I wouldn't do it because then I could think I could eat that later. It's I don't want to be so greedy now to have all of it. But I'm okay, not thinking right, yeah. that's just so I can be greedy later. It's so I can not okay. be greedy full stop. But in reality, <laughs> I'll go for it again later. Okay, fine. So you're being you're optimistically thinking there's no way I'll get through a full burger and fries. Look at me. Correct. That's <laughs> How exactly can I possibly right. manage that? That's exactly right. So what are our take-home thoughts from the message today? Who there do you think closest resembles your take on the burger scene and what is is necessary? I actually think it's a bit of everybody's, right? So 
with Scroob, I'm open to the Biscoff burger, the bit of sweetness in there. I think that I think that's I think of all the burgery inventions, I think that one is yep. one that actually I think could stand the test of time. With Tom Gray, I think squishing the fries together to make a sort of competing fry patty, I think was a bit inventive <laughs> and I like it and I've seen him do it and it's impressive. With Lauren, I'm okay, I'm on board with the shoestring fries, but I don't like a single shoestring being dipped into a condiment. I think it's too much technical effort for me. Simon Rimmer, I've got a quibble with 115 grams for each patty. I think it's 130, but that's just, that's just me. Uh, uh, with, uh, with Crosby, yes, I agree. It's all about the loose bag fries. All about the loose bag fries. And a burger without cheese is like a burger that's just a salad. You couldn't even bring yourself to mention Josh Whittaker and his spicy bean burger from Winfield in 1992. <laughs> you were so disgusting. They got about Josh. They got about Josh altogether. Oh, yeah. And then, and then that 90s guy with his vegetarian stuff, like, okay, whatever. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, thank you to these brilliant guests who sent us their thoughts. Do go back over the past few series and check out their episodes and any episodes you may have missed. And also, what are your points of view on these Key three questions. What is the perfect burger? How should it be eaten? And what are your burger bugbears? We'd love to hear from you. And here's how you get in touch. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Contact the show on Twitter at Fave Takeaway Pod or Instagram on My Favorite Takeaway Podcast. You can email us with your stories of takeaway woe, gripes, your worries on hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com. Thank you so much for giving us your time again to listen to the show. We really appreciate the support and the emails you send us. We don't always mention this, but we really should do more. If you have the time to leave us a review, a five-star review and a nice write-up, it really helps spread the word. I wouldn't say mention it no, every we, time. We, but we generally haven't, if you listen back. I think it's without fail every time we mention it. So please send us your reviews. Five stars would be great. But it does actually. <laughs> which, it, it helps spread the word, helps create community, helps um, more people who are into food and into takeaways and all this sort of stuff get in contact with the show. And that's great because... The more of you are, the more wonderful weird emails we get and the more fun the show becomes. Sim, I've loved that. We're back next week, aren't we, with a traditional guest-based episode. But uh, chatting burgers with you has been an absolute delight. Loved it. What are you having for supper? Me? Noodles. Oh, nice. I was going to have a burger, but my mum's made another yeah. casserole. So uh, <laughs> wish me well. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 